The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Hey, what do you do when you get two guys? One from Massachusetts, one from New York, sitting by on a painted glass talking sports with you on a Tuesday. Well, let's get started. It's ready for another edition of Cronin News Up right here on 89.7 FM. WTBR, give us a call right now, 445-5943 for a rainy day in the Berkshires. Let's go, people! Here we go! Just McDaniels for a firing ride. <laughs> Zach Wilson really blows. Hey, Zach, why don't you throw it down the field a little more? He's more interested in his mom's friends. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Cronin and Zook right here on WTBR 89.7 FM in Pittsfield. Good morning, Mr. Cronin. What's happening? Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm okay. You know, uh, how was the uh, weekend go? Pretty well. The weekend was great. Hey, you know what? The Patriots may be mediocre, but we still own the Jets. That's true. We'll talk about that a lot we more. We still own the Jets, Absolutely. baby. That's all that counts. That's 13 it. in a row, my there friend. There you go. Right. 413-445-5943. We got NFL to talk about. Jets, Giants, Patriots. The Giants not looking too good in Seattle, but I'll take 6-2. and two. And then, of course, the World Series. Uh, continues tonight after the rain out last night. NBA, NHL, Bruins off to a great start. Rangers on a good road trip. They play this little place, the Rangers, 5,000 people in Mullet Arena because the Coyotes now have to build a building now in, two, in uh, Tempe. So they had 5,000-seat arena now. Which Wait, did you, did you say Mullet Arena? Yeah, it's called Mullet Arena. So do you arena. have to have a mullet yeah, to get in? Is it's that hilarious. The... <laughs> little Mullet Arena, 5,000 people. It reminds me of when I was living in western Pennsylvania going to see the Erie Otters and have this like 5,000-seat arena with everybody on top. It was great. So... But I got I honestly, I gotta start with the comments of Kyrie Irving. I, I, I honestly cannot take this anymore. Um, as as a person who once followed the NBA but can't stand it now, as a Jewish person that practices his faith, there is no excuse. I don't care if it's anti Semitism, anti black sentiment, whatever it is, I don't I cannot stand Kyrie Irving and the fact that David Silver is a Jew and does nothing about this and just ho hums through this, what would David Stern have done? He's rolling over in his grave. I, I can't take it anymore with this guy. I mean, can this guy just shut up once in a while? How in the world did the Nets not suspend this? It makes me hate the Nets even more. I hate the Nets now. It makes me hate the Nets even more. And this guy's scoring. It's amazing. The power of the NBA with all the money, these guys. It's the money. That's what it is. These guys make so much money they can get away with anything, especially in the NBA. So I just wanted to get it out of the way because I'm sick and tired of this guy. I've had it with this guy. Can I do a little backstory on Kyrie? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Yeah. Just, just a little. You know, he, he, he couldn't handle being second fiddle in Cleveland. Right, so he gets traded to to Boston, yep. and then at the uh, end of his second season in Boston, where you know he's about to be a free agent, Boston does their annual thing where they have the season ticket holders in this in this in the stands, and he goes, "I'd love to be back if y'all would welcome me." And then at the end of the year, he spurns the organization. He 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 flopped in the second round against Milwaukee. Didn't even show up, and then you know then he goes to Brooklyn, right? And last year. Uh, he can't play. He missed what fifty three games because he didn't get vaccinated, yeah. right? And now this anti semitism. Can, can we just get this guy out of the damn league? And you know that's just that's just the the, the nonsense of Kyrie. But this anti semitism thing. There is no room for this at all. No room at all. And you know the fact that Brooklyn condemned his post, but then they're still allowing him on the court. How does what, what the Silver? hell is going on with this with with the situation? I mean, what is Brooklyn doing? I mean, Adam Silver looks like a fool. He, and so does the ownership. The, the owner's response was like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's, I'm really disappointed in Kyrie and all this stuff. I mean, it wasn't exactly like a major bold statement here. You know, he's like, oh, I'm going to talk to him about it and tell him, you know, I'm paraphrasing right now, but, you know, why this is bad and why he shouldn't be doing this. I mean, it's just, just no place for any of this crap in professional sports. I'm sorry. These guys get away with everything, and especially in the NBA. 
I mean, he belongs playing for some mental institution on their basketball team, not in the NBA. I mean, he's also a guy that thinks the earth is flat. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> the guy's a total lunatic. And this, this is, it, he just seems to try to just push, push everybody's buttons. And he's not a good look for any NBA franchise. And just the anti-Semitism thing, it's just as bad as being a racist. I mean, it's, it's, right. it's, it's, there's no room for it. I mean, there's more, it's awful. There's, there's more anti-Semitism in this country. There is a, you know, a lot of uh, racist, you know, uh, pro, you know, problems in terms of, just you know, difficulty with with with, with uh, everything that goes on. I mean, with all the violence and everything like that, and and it's mostly you know a lot of anti-Semitism in, in the country. I mean, I've been, you know I dealt with it when I lived in Pennsylvania with the skinheads and, and my my synagogue being defamed with swastikas. It's enough of this garbage. And then I have to hear it from an NBA player who's promoting this book. This guy just doesn't shut up. Honestly, he just doesn't shut his mouth. And it's just go play basketball, be an athlete. You know. There's just too much. It's it, players get away with too much garbage today. Honestly, they do. So uh, it kind of goes back to a couple of years ago when everybody said to LeBron, "Shut up and dribble." Right. Exactly. Well, why don't we say to Kyrie, "Shut up and dribble." Exactly. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. You're a lunatic. Shut up. But now you're offending a chunk of the country. I know, it's ridiculous. Religiously, I mean that, that there's no the f- there's no there's no the, there's no place for that. The fact that sil- the fact that silver is so like you know nonchalant about this is just ridiculous. It's preposterous to me. It's like how what kind of leadership are you showing as an NBA commissioner? I mean, David Stern would have never put up with this garbage. Honestly, it's just ridiculous. He's like a pawn, Adam Silver. He really is. You know, it's just ridiculous. On a sad note, I want to say, but Mike Zimmer lost his son. Uh, Adam Zimmer is 38 years old. He lost his wife last year, and that's too bad. I and mean, it's terrible to hear that. So anyway, I heard that this morning. But uh, on the good side, obviously, uh, your Patriots pull through. You were getting a little nervous uh, before halftime, and I told you nothing to worry about because the Jets will find a way to screw up. And uh, Zach Wilson, for all the good, for all the 300-plus yards he threw for, I have never seen such stupid plays in my life. And the Jets were ridiculous. The Jets should have run the ball. They ran the ball 15 times in the game. How do you do that? Why do you put your quarterback, your gun quarterback, in a position to fail? See, I'm not impressed with Robert Sala, or am I impressed with LaFleur? I think he's completely useless. And the other LaFleur is pretty useless up in Green Bay as well. But uh, I'll get your thoughts because I just can't believe that the Jets let this guy throw 40 times. And the question for me is, is he going to play next week or are they going to put Mike White in? Because now Mike White has been promoted to the backup quarterback. And Joe Flacco, I don't know what he's doing, basically. Oh, they've already named Zach Wilson starter next week. And, you know, who's, Joe Douglas is the GM in New York, right? Yeah. So he drafted him, and Robert Sala's been there with Zach Wilson. This will be year two for both of them, if correct. I'm correct. Correct. Right, so they have to play him. Number two pick overall. Right. Well, how bad of a bust would that look like if they didn't keep rolling with Zach Wilson? But i, I got to tell you, man, that guy, he's awful. Watching him in the second half of that game, like, uh, there, I think it was in the fourth quarter, he tried to throw the ball away. Tried to throw the ball into the sidelines. What does he do? He throws it right into McCordy's <laughs> right. bread basket. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I mean, the guy is awful. But I tell you who isn't much better is Mac Jones. Yeah, well, that, that interception before the half, that basically came back on a really stupid roughing the passer penalty. It was. It was a that, late. That game should have been 17 Of course it should have been That was one of the worst penalties I have ever seen. And I mean, yeah, did, did, did Mac get hit? Sure, but it was about a second and a half after he got rid of the ball. Yeah, it was late. So you you tack on that 15 yards to, you know, special teams. That was the momentum changer of the game. And it's like Adam Shine, who I listen to all the time on Series XM, said, he goes, it's not hard enough to beat the Patriots, but not only did you have to beat the Patriots, but you had to beat the refs too. Right. I mean, that was that was one of – and my buddy Brett and my father and I were watching the game, and we all at the same time went, what a terrible call that was. I mean, that was – yeah – did he get hit? Sure. But to change, to, to overturn a touchdown, I mean, that was well, the momentum I, no, swing. No, he that def- was bad. He definitely, that hit was him, bad. He definitely hit him late. The Mosley hit, I thought, was a bad call. When they hit Mack and, and, and cost the Jets a field goal, but, uh, that was a bad call. That was, to me, not a late hit. But the other you one talk about the more Mack ducked his head yes, down and, yes, try, and tried Mosley, to get yeah, the extra yeah, yard. Mosley, Mosley got a penalty well, flag what's, on what's, that. What's the defender supposed to do? I mean, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That, it was that not Moses' fault. It was a that, bad call. The officiating in the NFL as oh, a whole has been well, awful. <laughs> awful, man. It's well, been just, terrible. Well, just to show you how bad the officiating is in the Giant game, a penalty. The, we'll talk about the Giants in a moment. But the, the referee comes on. He says it's a penalty against the Seattle Mariners. 
I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> the the Seattle Mar- Did you hear that guy said I the did. Seattle Mariners? I mean, come on, man. I mean, you're in a football stadium. You got the Seahawks and the Giants, and you go, a penalty on the Seattle Mariners. I just and Bob Papa was listening on radio with him and Carl Banks, and I'm just paraphrasing what Papa said. You know, they're you know basically like this goes to show you the referee, you know, in the National Football League when the guy calls them the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> Well, you didn't They're know true e- bloopers of all time in the NFL. You talk. didn't know that Ichiro was there playing running back I, for them. I, 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 mean, I thought on. he was. Yeah, it was. Good. You guys got a front row seat to the uh, Geno Smith experience. Oh huh? my God! Yeah. Well, like you know what? Give. I'll tell you what. Turning to the Giants, I mean, they lose twenty-seven thirteen. Okay, it wasn't a good game running the ball. The Giants couldn't run the ball. All right. The, the question for me is that if the Giants can't run the ball and Daniel Jones can't run the ball, then what do you do? Well, the Giants right now don't have a lot of guys that can stretch the field. Okay, Slayton's okay. They lost their, their tight end and Bellinger to an eye injury. Um, they're not a whole lot of weapons. They got Wendell Robinson, the kid they drafted from Kentucky, but he wasn't much of a factor. Look, give Seattle a lot of credit. I thought they did a great job against the, the Giants' schemes and misdirection and so forth. So I give Pete Carroll a lot of credit. I think he's doing his best coaching job this year. And I know Geno Smith, what a revelation. I kept sitting there with Sue. We're watching them. I'm like, I can't believe Geno Smith. I can't believe. I'm sitting there looking at Susan. I can't believe this. Geno Smith, what's going on here? This guy stunk for 10 years. You know, and uh, I will say this, though. Gina gives credit to Eli Manning. <laughs> he give credit to, he said, to credit for Jerry Reese and McAdoo for believing in him. Pete Carroll will always be my second favorite head coach in the NFL next to Belichick just because he threw the ball in that Super Bowl instead, oh of, handing, instead of handing it was to that, Lynch. That was all time the dumbest call in the history of sports, hands down. There's but he will always dumber. be my second favorite head coach because of that. You know, <laughs> Thank you for that Super Bowl. But, I mean, I thought the Giants got really, really conservative in this game. I mean, you got to throw the ball down the field once in a while. They were using Saquon and using Saquon. And Saquon wasn't going anywhere because, obviously, Seattle's defense was reading plays. They read misdirections and so and forth. And Daniel so. Jones stinks. I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm just going to go back to you, Daniel I Jones of, stinks. I thought of you saying that. He like, stinks. Well, I don't know if he stinks so much. The, pro, the what, what, what he's bad at to me is he telegraphs. He doesn't look down the field. He doesn't see the whole field. And that, you know, to me, quarterbacks that see the whole field, that's, you know— that's a gift. I mean, Brady used to see the whole field, obviously. You know, guys like that that can, that can make the right decisions. Joe Montana, obviously, was a guy who had great cerebral instinctiveness as far as where to throw the ball. But, yeah, I, I, does he lack that pocket presence and instinctiveness? Yes, absolutely he does. But, you know, for the most part, I gave Seattle total credit. And if you told me the Giants were going to be 6-2 at, at their bye break, I'd be like, wow. So I'm happy. I mean, they go 5-5, five and five, they're in. I mean, they go 500. And the next two games are Houston and Detroit. Now, let's not take them lightly. But um, obviously, the, the the coaching staff will prepare, and they'll look at things, and they'll be able to get a little bit healthier. Um, you know, the, the fact that they got their center back, I mean, is amazing. I don't know if he's going to play, how much he's going to play. But, I mean, the fact that they're getting some people back, Evan Neal's hurt, maybe Bellinger comes back in a couple of weeks with the eye injury and so forth, and so they start to get healthy. And today's the trade, de- trade deadline. And obviously, there's a few trades in the NFL. You see uh, Rokon Smith yeah, went to the, Rokon, I saw Rokon Ravens. to the Ravens. That helps them tremendously. Huge. Uh, terrific linebackers. So, yeah. That helps them, and then it was a, the uh, the Eagles got a defensive lineman. I can't remember his name, but they got. I know they got a defensive. Robert lineman. Quinn Robert came Quinn. from Chicago. Right, right, Chicago, that's right. Robert Quinn, who was, uh, and Rokon Smith was crying at his press conference when they traded uh, Robert Smith. Remember that? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. They, they were like best friends, and now they're an hour and a half away from each other. They can, you know. But that was uh, well. The Bears, the Bears are blowing it up. Yeah, they I should mean, blow it up. They should, but Justin Fields. All of a sudden, is looking like the best quarterback from that draft class last year. All of a sudden, within the span of two games, and you, you're talking about Daniel Jones, how he sees one target. Yeah. Talk about Mac Jones got sacked six times. Yeah, the line was on terrible. Sunday, and he, well, the line was terrible. Jets but, defense but, played well, but Mac Jones has tunnel vision too. All of a sudden, he 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 drops back and he sees one guy, and the, and and I'm watching one play where he got totally just thrown down, and they and they show the replay. There's a guy over on the right. Wide open, guy over the middle, wide open, yeah. guy on the left, wide open. Mac is looking for one guy. Why was the one Zab- guy- Why didn't Zappy play after he played so well the week before? I didn't quite get it. I mean, the guy oh, threw for over three hundred yards. His efficiency was good. Seems Bel- like when he goes out there, they play much better than they do when Mac plays. Well, Belichick is—he's uh, all—he's bought in on Mac, so he says. And uh, Mac says, "I'm blessed to be Belichick's quarterback." I mean, meanwhile, to be his yeah. quarterback. I mean, meanwhile, I the Jets. I mean, it's amazing to me. I just cannot believe. The lack of adjustments. I can't believe LaFleur. He's terrible. I mean, you ran the ball 15 times? How is that possible? Why are you, why are you, again, why are you putting your young quarterback in a position to fail by throwing him 40 times? 
You run the ball 15 times the whole game? How does that make any sense? Especially when one of the Patriots' best defenders up front, Barmore, was out. And how about stop dropping this guy back eight yards every time he throws? How about some quick slants? How about some quick shots to Wilson? I, was, I don't get it. I was listening to uh, you know Felger Maz on uh, Boston Sports Radio yesterday, yeah. right? And uh, Maz said something funny. He goes, you know, they ought to put a shock collar on Zach Wilson, <laughs> right? It's like every time he every time he rolls out of the pocket, you hit the button, and go, Zzz! you know, and say, if he just stayed in. You and I have talked about this before with Zach Wilson. He tries to get cute, stay in the pocket, throw the ball. In the pocket, he tries he to can. roll out. He tries he to. Can. That's the thing, he's though. Not that's, a, he's not good he, in the pocket. He tries to roll out and make too he's, many plays out of nothing. That that, are, that the plays that aren't there. You see his comments after the game. I mean, I mean, his comments. We, are we like, get oh, him I'm again. Frustrated. In, we got him again in two weeks. Is what he's he like. Said, yeah, you know? we say he's frustrated, but you can't do that. You can't put your team in, in a position to fail by throw, just throwing the ball anywhere. And he just chucked the ball down the field. Was picked off. I was. I couldn't believe some of the decision making. He was too concerned he about... Have, he should have been benched. They should have put Mike White in the game immediately. I would have benched the guy and sat him down and said, listen, you can't do this. Jets fans were clamoring for Mike White. You could hear the chants. You could hear it on TV. You, you can't Mike do White. that. Zach Wilson was too concerned about which one of his mom's friends he was going to take out to dinner after the game. I mean, come on. I mean, the guy wears an Islander jersey. He makes me sick to my stomach anyway. So anyway, yesterday, a bunch of different games. Uh, the Broncos and the Jags, I was watching this. They turned on the radio, right? And obviously, I didn't get the game. But they turned on the radio. The Jags had scored with three minutes. So all of a sudden, before you knew it, the Broncos scored. So they finally end that four-game losing streak. The Vikings win 34-26. How, how, I can't believe that they haven't fired the coach in Arizona yet. Cliff Kingsbury. I, I can't believe Kingsbury's not gone yet. Could you believe Kyler Murray is the second-highest quarterback paid in the National Football League? Next to the Aaron Rodgers, who's been terrible. Oh, don't even get me started on the Packers. And let's talk man. about your buddy, Josh McDaniels, yesterday, whose team I don't think got across the 50-yard line once against it's, the Saints yesterday. Put an unbelievable game, won 24 to nothing. It's gotten so bad in Vegas that he's now apologizing to the fans. Why I apologize was he to your Raider Nation. As a head coach, he had no success in Denver. See, this is, this is all you need to know. Meet okay? the new boss, same as the old boss, right? Devontae Adams. Yep. who a lot of people consider to be the best receiver in the NFL. He goes, this is the most complicated system I've ever played in right. in the NFL. So why don't you do something here? Why don't you make it less complicated? Okay, Derek Carr looks the worst he's ever looked. They benched him in the like second him. half for Jarrett Stidham. Jarrett Stidham is I mean, still come around. On. I can't believe it. I mean, you know, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, should, you know, they should be – that team should be a force. There's it's a lot of talent on that team. I just I told we both said this when McDaniels was hired. Why? Why? Why was McDaniels hired? He's had no success as a head coach. He's had success as an offensive coordinator. There's a huge difference between being a coordinator and being a head coach in the National Football League. I'm well, that, sorry. That's why Mac Jones should just ride out the year because next year Josh McDaniels will be back in New England playing calls, you know, calling plays for the uh, New England offense again. You know, that's Josh McDaniels is thirteen and twenty-three as a head coach. <laughs> thirteen and twenty-three right, as a head exactly. coach. Exactly. How about the Eagles yesterday defeat the Steelers? Who are I mean, the Eagles are on a roll right now. It's not that they've played a lot of great teams, but man, they look good. They really look good. I mean, they were my preseason pick to win that you, division. You did. I said Dallas, and Dallas put up forty-nine points on the Bears. That's what cracks me up. The Bears beat the Patriots, and Dallas throws forty-nine on the Bears. I mean. This this league is unpredictable. I remember year, years ago when you could bet t- games and would win instantly. You knew the Steelers were going to win at home on a Sunday. You knew the Cowboys were going to win. You knew all these teams were going to win. You knew the Raiders were going to win at home or, or, or win on the road. But and now it's different. And and by uh, how about the 49ers? I picked the 49ers to beat the Rams. I bet the 49ers, and of course the 49ers won again uh, in in Los Angeles. So they really have their number, except of course last year for the. Uh, the championship game. The, then, Ram, the Rams were my preseason Frank, Super Bowl pick. How's Frank Reich not like getting fired in Indy? To lose at home? And the to pa- the Commanders? And the Patriots have Indy this week, so that should be interesting. Another barn burner. Texas 17, <laughs> Titans 17, Texans 10. The Giants have the Texans in two weeks, so can't take them lightly, though. You can't go in there and, and say, well, these guys are a doormat. No. And you know Coach Dable's not going to do that. He's going to prepare these guys to go out there and play their game. And let's face it, the Giants don't have an awful lot of talent, but the Giants are well coached. So I expect them to go in there and do you know do what's you know what's right and go out well, and beat the Texans, and well, then they have Detroit the next week. So well, last Monday night the Patriots thought the Bears were going to be a doormat, and they lost by three touchdowns. You, you just I, I hate to say it, but here comes the term again that we've that has been an old term, but we say it now: 
any given Sunday. Right. That has come back full force because you don't know what the hell is going to happen anymore. It, it's impossible to bet football. It's impossible to make picks because you just don't know what the hell is going to happen. And the best, the best screw up of the day. How about the Atlanta game? Did you see the end of that game? Did DJ Moore ripping his helmet what off. What is he doing? This guy. This guy should be fine. This guy should have been cut by by the Panthers. That's still. It's still on the kicker though. I mean, he missed that kick, but then it's he a missed. It's a forty-yard but extra he, but, point. That's not a gimme. But then he missed. But then he missed a thirty-four-yarder in overtime. Okay. He well, should have oh, made. Oh, that's right. He missed the over. The a most 30, play, it was a 34 yarder in overtime. Right. They could have I mean, won. Right. They exactly. should have won that. Should have won that game. Yeah. I mean, you can say what you want about Moore taking off the helmet. That was just dumb. But they would have won the game. So that, to me, was the dumbest thing of, of all time. But they, you got to go get a kick. It's so funny. Imagine they had Graham Gano. Maybe he kicked a 63-yard field goal against the Giants a couple of years ago. And now they can't. They got this cute little guy, and he just can't put, put the ball through the uprights. I mean, uh, poor, poor. You know, and the Matt Rule's gone now. And the new coach, you can't even win games. It's amazing. Steve really. Wilkes Steve was Wilkes, a one-and-done yeah. in Arizona. It's like my buddy Brett, though, said. Like, we were watching that game at my, at my house the other day. It's like when he missed that kick, Brett goes, the guy has one job. He goes, picture him in practice. What does his practice look like? Oh, kick. Oh, kick. Oh, you have one job. And he missed two huge kicks. Two yeah. huge kicks. Right. DJ Moore did screw them. Oh, that was ridiculous. That. that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. And he's sitting there on the sideline with a smile on his face. And After going, an unbelievable 62-yard Hail Mary that he got through double coverage. Yeah. And he has to go and do that. That was that you know, I, I grew up in North Carolina, so I kind of do pull for the Panthers a little bit. Right, I mean, the Patriots right. are always going to be my blood, but that that was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was I, fe- I felt for all my family down there for that game. I was like, oh man, but they're tanking at this point. They're going for a quarterback. Yeah, they obviously <laughs> they need a quarterback. I, I guess obviously you know they're looking at CJ maybe from uh, you know Ohio State. I don't know. We'll see. You know, I, I just just can't believe. Some of the scores yesterday. The how about the Lions? I picked the Lions stupidly, right? My buddy Mike picks Miami, right? I take the Lions. I think, oh, the Lions will win a game at home finally, right? The Lions were up 17-3. The Lions were up 27-10, and they lose 31-27. They blow another lead. Look at all the games that they've been in this season and blown games. It's amazing to me. Dan Campbell, I mean, he can't get a win. They're 1-6. Goff, Goff had a good game yesterday. His numbers were good. I they, mean, they just fired their defensive amazing. backs coach, so that's oh, that's their the, defense is hideous. That's the start of the head chopping. Yeah, but you know what though? You know the, the defense is hideous. I mean, is that not a product of Dan Campbell a little bit though? Because he's a, so, def- yeah. he's a def- wasn't he a defensive no, mind? No, he was a tight end. Oh, he was a tight end. Yeah, he was a tight end for right, the Giants. Right. He was a giant. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, how many leads can you blow? They've been in, they've been in the head in every game this season. They were ahead twenty-seven to ten. They were ahead seventeen to three, and they just. Pfft, can we say now, can we just officially say Tua can ball? Oh, yeah. Well, I always knew that. I mean, I was a big fan of his. I'm a Bama guy. I always knew that he was a good player. I mean, people just didn't give him a chance. He had a lot of injuries, had tremendous injuries in college, and people thought, how is he going to come back from that? I give him total credit. I do. I mean, Tyreek Hill is just nasty. And you got a young coach there that's really good, man. This kid, this guy is doing a great job down Mike there. Mike McDaniel. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yep. the, the Dolphins are for real. And, again, let's be honest, getting Tyreek Hill. Was was a fantastic was move. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, I mean, wish the Giants had somebody like that. I mean, the Giants have nobody that stretches the field. It drives me nuts. I mean, I hear listen to Bob Pop and Carl Banks say, you know, you know, there's nobody on the Giants that can stretch the field here. And I've l- listened to this. It's like a broken record every year with the wide receiving situation. Of course, Tony got cut. Now I was gonna say, why did they trade Tony? Because his attitude stinks. They didn't draft him. He thinks more about rapping than he does about playing wide receiver. He faked injuries, I believe. So they trade him to Kansas. The city now for a third round pick and a sixth round pick. And you know what? Good. Get him out of here. If he's not going to be productive with the Giants, I don't want him here. So you're happy with that trade. Okay. Well, I'm happy. That, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. Obviously, the guy's got a ton of talent. You've seen plays. You've seen this guy make unbelievable moves. I mean, he's kind of like he's kind of like OBJ. He's got that type of talent. Breakaway speed talent. Great open field runner. But if your attitude's going to stink and if you're going to fake injuries and act like a jerk and they didn't draft him, I mean, that's a Gettleman pick. Just think, every time I think about Kadarius Tony, I go, well, Micah Parsons could have been a giant, 11th pick in the draft. All they had to do was draft him. Is OBJ so, going to be back with the Giants? I don't He's still lingering so. out there in free agency. Yeah, I know. Mean, he's been hurt, though. He's got a knee issue, so I, I have no idea. But they need something. I mean, I mean, look, Slayton's a nice player. He's a fifth-round pick. He's a nice player. I think he's overachieved, and he's been a good target for Daniel Jones. But they need somebody that, that can. They need a guy like Smith, or they need a guy you know can stretch the field. That's why Philly's so good. I mean, we always knew Philly had a good defense, but now they have Brown, and they have Smith, and they can stretch the field. And I, you know what? I never was a big Jalen Hurts fan when he was at Bama, but you know what? He's 
he's proven me wrong. He's he playing looks, really he well. He looks fantastic. He I mean, really he's a does. really good kid. I mean, he says the right things. He's doing the right thing. And look, they're undefeated. They're doing what's what's going on in Philly is unbelievable. And then we can you know turn and talk about the Phillies and their crazy run. But uh, have you watched it all? Have you watched the World Series at all? Watch both games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the first game. Was I fell I fell asleep in the second game because it was kind of ho hum. Yeah, it was. The first game was amazing though. And I I, I got to be honest with you. 0 for 6 for Dustin Verlander in the World Series. This guy can't pitch in the World Series. His ERA is over 6 it's in the amazing. World Series. Isn't it amazing, though? They have a 5-run lead. And it's funny because Smoltz, who never shuts up, by the way, on a broadcast. I like John, but he just doesn't stop talking. I mean, the broadcast. And I like Joe Davis. He's a good announcer. But, I mean, <laughs> you're up 5 to nothing with your best pitcher on the mound, and you can't hold the lead. And the other thing that doesn't, I don't, makes no sense to me is, why did Dusty Baker uh, pull out his closer after the ninth inning, why didn't you just bring him back? That's what I couldn't understand. You know, that, I was just, like, really strange why he didn't bring the closer back, why Presley didn't come back in the tenth inning. He put Presley in in a tie game, and the next inning he put another pitcher in. Like, why didn't Presley come back for the tenth inning? Nobody seemed to mention that on the broadcast at all. Did that JT Real Moto home run have a little majestic feel to you when yeah, you hit that great. line drive awesome. into right? Was that not that was unbelievable? Great. That was it's funny. All my amazing. Mets fans are all my Mets fans are rooting for the Houston. Of course, all all, all us fellow Yankee fans are rooting for Philly. You know, and I, I won't root for the other other Philly teams. I mean, the Phillies I don't really care about. They're not my rivals. I mean, obviously the Giants are rivals with the Eagles, and the Sixers are rivals with the Knicks. And obviously tonight the Rangers play the Flyers, and that's always been a great rivalry since I'm a kid. So, yeah, I mean, I was you know, it was like. I got the Pretty Phillies. amazing game. I, I got the Phillies winning this series. I, I, don't I think, really I don't do. think Houston's coming home except on a jet plane. I mean, honestly, I, I to their to 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 you know retire on the golf uh, golf course for the rest of the year. You're right. I think the I think the Phillies are gonna. You think they're gonna close them out? Their bats are dangerous at home. Man, I'll tell you. And how I, I mean, like, like Bryce Harper's had a revelation. Obviously, coming back off the injury, and Schwarber's just a postseason. Just he's he's just ridiculous yeah. in the post. And Everybody I, thought that ball was gone too. It was foul, but man, well that was some shot. And then he almost hit another twice, one. Yeah, twice. And then the other right. one hit another back one. I thought the back. other one was going out. Right. You know? So four one three four four five five nine four three number to call. Ten twenty six right here with Cronin and Zook at eighty nine point seven FM WTBR. Uh, Going to take a break and then we'll come back with some more talk about baseball, football, anything you want, and uh, get into uh, some other talk about the uh, next week's. Um, Jets and uh, Patriots game, so we'll be back soon. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association Start Program, Visit heart.org slash start. Every Sunday night at 10 p.m., something strange happens to the airwaves of WTBR-FM. It's called The Mix. It is an experience like no other on this part of the planet. Witness a collection of fresh and classic beats that are guaranteed to make you move. The best part is, it is mixed completely live, uncut, unedited. So, for an exciting end to the weekend, tune your radio to WTBR-FM Sunday nights from 10 to midnight for The Mix. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Pritchard County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Larry Krepke here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. 
Some of the best country music ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBRFM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet Country Music. You guys rock. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk. Cronin is up right here, and we got a phone call, so let's take our first phone call for the day. Good morning here on WTBR with Cronin Zook. Robbie, what's happening, buddy? Hey, Ralphie boy, how are you? I'm all right. Hey, you know, you're talking about my man Kyrie, you know. He's not an anti-Semite. He's not an anti He just hates the Jews, that's all. <laughs> hey, good morning, Ralph. I'm over here, too. I'm not chopped liver, you know. Good morning to you, buddy. Yeah, well, I was ready to turn your show. Yeah, go ahead. I was ready to turn your show no, on the other day. Say, you know, I always, I always acknowledge your partner there because he doesn't get a chance to say much, so I have to give him some <laughs> well, time no, to talk been, I was sick. He's been saying a lot. Did you say, did you ever say to yourself, Rob, I think I'll lay out and let this guy talk for a while. I, I, I did. Oh, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I do. I do. We just we had a good I'm conversation. Kidding. Yeah, so. I found the humor. I'm, Thank you, Ralph. <laughs> you know, as far as um, the whole NBA situation goes, and actually, especially the Nets, I mean, if you're, if you're going to that arena watching your team night to night, how disappointed are those diehards out there that their team can't get it together with all the money that they spent. What are, what are they? One and five? One and six? Two and five? They are a dismal. They are a dismal one and five, John. Yeah, I thought so. Well, when you have players that don't listen and with to your superstar, coach, with a superstar roster, pretty much too. Yeah, when yeah. you have players that don't listen to your coaches or anything and don't do anything they say. I mean, I feel. Could you imagine guys like Red Holtzman coaching in the league today, Ralph, or a guy like Gene Shu or Kevin Loggery or Billy Cunningham or any of these guys, Chuck Daly, any of these guys we grew up watching coach? It's ridiculous. Yep. Well, the great, the great Red Holtzman treated those guys like men. He actually stood back and let them uh, take charge. But if you do, and they do that in the NBA these days. But the whole um, personalities are so different. You know, you talk about Clyde Frazier and Dave DeBusher right. is a far cry from Kyrie Irving and the other cat they got on the on the Nets. These are this is a different breed, different breed of players these days. Hey, Ralph, i got to tell you, I don't know what you did, but your your uh, phone connection is about 100 times better than it's been in a long time. So, well, 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 welcome, back, welcome back, my friend. <laughs> you got sprint. Why bother to hear the person you're Can you hear me now? Good. I like the way Robbie's laying out and, not, and allowing Sean to an, allowing you to answer me, Sean. You notice there's a big pregnant pause because you expect Robbie to chime in. See that, that pregnant pause? <laughs> When I when I finish when I finish the statement, there's a, that's it. I'm leaving. <laughs> Robbie just decided to take off and go get coffee and donuts. He'll be back. So Ralphie, it's it's the Ralphie and Sean show now. Let's go. Here we go. All right. <laughs> and, I, and of course, Robbie, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, buddy. Um, I mean, the one time Robbie He's really came not to my kidding, acting, but... the one the one time when when Robbie came to my acting class, oh my goodness, did he turn out? He this guy has a lot of talent. When he he showed up at my acting class, he was. Superb, I'm telling you. Yeah, a couple of times. Remember we filmed in the city? Remember we filmed in the city? It's too bad you live way out there. Otherwise, I'd, I'd tell you to come down because, you know, we're moving now. It's not going to be anytime soon, but we're going to get out of here very soon. I Go, gotcha. Are you going back to the city? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of going to Brooklyn. I have a connection in Brooklyn where uh, we can get a good, good place to live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we're thinking hard about that. From from all the posts I see from you and Cynthia on Facebook, it looks like even the deer are me in there. Am I am I getting that correct? You changed well, your name actually, to a deer, a, deer came, a deer came up to me to ask for my uh, my driver's license. He actually stopped me on the road. <laughs> I thought for your autograph. I thought for your, I thought for your autograph, man, you know. No, he actually had... He actually, uh, you know, he called. There, there was a deer uh, patrol outside and man, did They take charge. Wasn't <laughs> that a song by by Metallica? Oh no, no, it's not Deer Patrol. Wouldn't that make a great name for an album? Deers and Sewers. There you go. Oh my dear, my dear, that's really. 
But let, let me tell, let me tell you something. Um, as far as the uh, the whole thing about Pelosi, can you guys talk about this on the sports? Yeah, show? go ahead. Go they for found it, him man. hammered at noon before noon, right? You took, you took my gag. Yeah, they uh, found Pelosi, him hammered. Oh, that's so bad. You're not supposed to take my, you're not supposed to take my line before I say it. Sorry, they, sorry. They, 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 they came upon Pelosi at about two two o'clock in the morning. Some wild character breaks in, and now all they're saying, Sean, Robbie, that it's some sort of a, a gay sex ring that that he's involved with. They found the guy in his underwear. They're doing they're doing untoward things to each other. It was Kyrie Irving. <laughs> but, but all but all of that all of that stuff is nonsense. All it is is some unhinged individual coming into a you know wanting to do harm to Nancy. The first thing he said when he walked into the room. Where's Nancy? What else do you need to know? <laughs> he, he, he walks in. I don't care if he has his underwear on. He has a, a, a you know, a skivvies on. I don't care. It what sounds he has like on. it <laughs> sounds like a title for a new television show. Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? It's like or those where's Waldo books. It's where's Nancy? If the first thing out of his mouth is where's Nancy, what's his objective? He wants to get Nancy. That's it. So he settled, he settled for the other guy, and he hammered it. It was nice. It was a nice, nice job on this part. That's, that's so bad. Uh, oh, my I'm God. Gonna, I'm going to let other people talk sports. I had my piece. I said my piece. That's, that's fine. <laughs> but, you know, oh, I, have never been, I have never been hammered. I've never touched a drop. Never one time have I been hammered. And thank goodness. I hammer. I hammer. Hammer time. You know, Cindy and I go at it. We do a little hammering with each other, but that's about it. That's about all we do. If I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning. I'd hammer in the evening. All over this land. There you go. That's right. Take care, buddies. All right, brother. Yeah, see, it's the old Berkshire non-masked choir. All right, there goes Ralph. Oh, that was great. Oh, that was interesting. Four <laughs> 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 um, We're going to have, hopefully, in the next week or two, I got uh, Sam Perlazzo, the former manager of the Baltimore Orioles and a uh, former uh, third base coach for Seattle and Philadelphia, and hopefully coming on the show um, due to my uh, buddy Mike's uh, connection down in uh, Maryland. So, uh, by the so way, Mikey, just, thanks. Just- by the way, just remember the opinions expressed on this program do not reflect the station. So exactly. We've got to put that out there. Exactly. We did not say We that. did not say this, no, right? No, no, exactly. So. 1036 right here on WTBR 89.7 FM. By the way, speaking of uh, good music, uh, my band HB Funk will be at the Elks Club this Saturday at 8 o'clock right down on Union Street. Uh, tickets are $7 at the door. So $7. This is what we're worth. Right? We couldn't charge 10 7 He's like, guy at the door is going to go bananas trying to make change. I said, couldn't we figure out like a, a flat rate at like 7 we had to take? And like, go either 5 or go, go 10. With an go 5 or 10. Number. 5 or 10, 5 right? or 10, right. 10 sounds better to me, right? It makes, helps the band make more money. But uh, So, yeah, we'll be at the Elks Club on Saturday night. People so. aren't going to spend 10 bucks. No, really but you know what you want? You could charge 10 bucks and give them a free drink or something, a free beer, go. right? There, there you, you go. go. Right? So you could do that, you know, the one drink minimum thing, you know, with This coming Saturday, purchase. what time are you guys playing? 8 o'clock we're playing. So, yeah, so we've been getting, we, I'll tell you, man, we've been called the best band in the Berkshires. It's really nice. I get all these great compliments, people, you know, telling me this and that, and it's just, it's really sweet. So, uh, so I totally appreciate all you guys. The you guys are great. Thanks, when man. When I say play, you guys are really, Thanks, like, man. Yeah, well, I have a, a guys that I play with that are just... You know, everybody plays multiple instruments and stuff, and it's just, you know, but you I'm, got, I'm you, the baby of the band, too. But, I mean, I got a lot of veteran guys behind me, you know what I'm saying? But so. you, you got that voice that just kind of just resonates. Like, it just kind of, you know, with all the instruments going around, you, your voice just kind of comes out and just, yeah. like, encapsulates you. I got used to You're singing. fantastic, Thanks, man. You man. really are. Thanks. I, just build the ego more. I've always, I've, Call no, my agent. I've thought of, <laughs> I've thought that about you since the, the Michaels karaoke oh my days God, back yeah. in the early 2000s, man. You, your Those voice is just incredible. Thanks, so. bro. Yeah, we, we, Absolutely. we've been keeping it for, like, two in 57 years, I'm surprised I still have the same range, pretty much. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been getting recruited by all these different bands. You know, I sat in with a Beatles you know, tribute band. I've been sitting with Southern rock bands. I mean, yeah, it's been it's been nice to have uh, people call me up and ask me to do side projects. And I have another band I'm putting together, so that's going to be fun. So. Yeah, I've been keeping busy and stuff, so that's a good thing. So, anyway, give us a call right here, 413-445-5943. So, the Patriots next week have the the uh, Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis minus Matt Ryan Colts. Oh, Ryan's out Sam now, right? Sam Ellinger. 
Man, did you think you think Reich's going to get fired? Should he get fired? He should have gotten fired last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he did a know, great but, job, but, but, but last but, year should have been the end. You know what I'm saying? But you know, though, like I, I love Jim Mercy. You know, I watch Pat McAfee all the time. On you know, he's he's a radio guy. He played for uh, Indy for a long time, yeah. and I love Jim Mercy. But Jim Mercy wanted Carson Wentz gone. They brought in Matt Ryan. I honestly think they would have been better this year with Carson Wentz. But the thing is, they keep going, doing the same thing. Like, we always talk about with the Yankees, the same thing over and over again. I'll talk about Cashman and, and Boone being like, coming back again. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, um, yeah, it just seems like every year they bring in another veteran quarterback who's, you know, either at the end of his rope as far as retiring. Right. The last three years has been Phillip Rivers, yeah, Phillip Rivers Carson Wentz, right. Matt Ryan. Right. What's the point? You're not winning. You might as well develop a young quarterback. Do they have a young quarterback they drafted? Well, they like this Ellinger Ellen, kid. Uh, right, right. They I like this say, kid. Right. So why don't they let him play? Let's see what the Patriots defense does to him on Sunday are they, in Foxborough. Are they, are they in, they're in Foxborough, right? Yeah. They're back home. Yeah. Like, you got to think they're going to win that game. And you know what Belichick does against rookie quarterbacks? Yeah. He didn't do it against Justin Fields. Well, Justin Fields is year two, but still. Right, right. But let's see. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what the Patriots do the rest of the season, whether they make the playoffs. I said they'd win nine games. I, I see them as eight and nine or nine and eight. All right. They have a tough slate coming up. I mean, they they got the Colts and they got a bye. Then they got the Jets and then I think they have Buffalo after that. Right, but they can beat the Jets again. <laughs> I just hope Buffalo doesn't drag them over the washboard. I mean, I just you know I'd like to see them keep competitive. They will. They'll be competitive with Bu- Buffalo, Buffalo because they'll, they'll is- try to keep them off the field and run the ball. See the things they can run the ball with Stevenson and Harris. Those guys can run. Stevenson, man, he he ran through like three guys in the Jets, man. He came out looked like he came out of a cave on that play. See, the, the, he the, ran the, for like twenty five yards up the field. The big knock against Stevenson at the beginning of the year, they said he was, you know, he's going to be like a third, like a, a third down back that could catch passes no. out of the backfield. And then all of a sudden, all all he's doing is just they're just dump passes. He's not running any routes. You know what he did on Sunday against the Jets? He started running routes. He made a beautiful catch on a one-handed grab that he went for 15 yards. He started running routes. So Stevenson is blossoming into a route runner. He was just, at first, he was just a barrel runner. Just right, like in Alabama, it was the same thing. And then just a little dump pass here and there. But he's actually starting to learn how to run routes. He's, you know, um, who was the Patriots? I can't remember the guy's name. For the longest time, Falk, Falk. Kevin Falk, oh, yeah, Kevin right? Falk, yeah, and he could kind run like routes. Right, he right, could run out. and that's right. Stevenson is kind of turning into a bigger version of Kevin Falk. Yeah, once you get him in the open field, I mean, he's tremendous. I mean, he's big he, and strong, and and Harris is good too. They have good talent. The problem is that you get inconsistency from the quarterback. Well, the problem I have is Mac Jones. You know, we talked about tunnel vision. Mac Jones has got tunnel vision. He he targeted Jacoby Myers twelve times on Sunday. He targeted Hunter Henry. Twice. Why? Again, I was going to bring that up. Why would John Smith ends? once? Maybe you know Nelson Aguilar once. Kendrick Bourne didn't get targeted. I don't think at all. Maybe I don't one understand time. That like, do you think that that these defenses are going to start figuring out? Oh, he likes to throw to Jacoby Myers. Right. So maybe we should start covering Jacoby Myers. Like Mac seems, <coughs> he's got that second year, that sophomore slump going on. <laughs> like last year, he looked cool, calm, confident in the pocket. You know, and I said last, you know, on Sunday, like at halftime, I'm like they need to start putting him in the gun, because he was lining up, you know, in in the I form, you know, and I'm like put him in the gun, and and you know, and if you can get the run going, it doesn't matter if you're in the gun or not. But Mac just he gets his sights on one guy, and you got, and I said this at the beginning of the show, and he's got guys on all sides that are open, yeah. but he's focused on one guy. That's why he got sacked six times. He's got to be able to see. He's got to be able to see the play develop downfield. And you know what? I don't understand why they just ditched the uh, play action. Because when they can get the play action going, they, they can be lethal. You know, and, and they got the run going a little bit in the second half. Like, the first half of the game, the, the uh, you know, the uh, running game wasn't really doing much. Right. Because they kept running well, the, the Jets' play. defense played very well, I thought. I thought the Jets played de- defense well enough to win that game. As Mac, as uh, Mac Jones called him, as he was uh, tongue bathing him, he called him uh, Matty P, Matt <laughs> Patricia. You know, about a hundred times his press conference. How about Nick? He Folk? kept kept running the same play, right up the middle, right up the middle, right up the middle. You know, if you can get the run game going, then you can get the play action going. But I just don't understand the play calling for the Patriots. How about Nick Folk? Is that like a revelation? Five for five. Five for five. And then Greg Leg misses a field goal. I mean, the Jets do everything to. to do to lose a game. It's amazing. Greg, Greg Zerline? Yeah. Is they it, do yeah. everything to lose a game. 
They miss a field goal. They screw up on a penalty for a touchdown. Should have been 17-3. You know, Wilson throws three picks. I'm not look. I'm not crazy about Sala and uh, and Lafleur. I, I like I, Sala. I, I like him, but I don't think they're that. I don't think he's that good a coach. You got to put your your quarterback in a position not to fail like he did. Don't you, know? you don't you think though that I mean he didn't draft Zach Wilson. I mean it was Joe Douglas that drafted him. Don't you think that a coach should get three years in the NFL? Oh, absolutely. Well, a quarterback to me used to get four or five years to develop. Now, forget it. After the second year, why is this guy, you know, developing? I don't think Wilson is is a is a bad quarterback. I just think that he has to be more disciplined, and they have to use him less in a game right now. He managed the game better. I mean, I mean, you're talking about 15 rushes against the Patriots after the Bears basically destroyed them on the ground last week. How does that make any sense in terms of putting your game plan together? It made no sense to me at all. The second I say uh, three years, you know, there are going to be two. Coaches that are going to guaranteed one and done's already Nathaniel Hackett for Denver, yeah. he's going to be done, and uh, Josh McDaniels. Oh, I can't. Believe I mean, they're, they're both going to be. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if either of those guys got fired. You know, before the season's over. Well, they finally won a game yesterday. Obviously, beating the Jags. You know, barely because Trevor barely. Lawrence threw a stupid uh, pick in the yeah, fourth Yeah, he's quarter. really inconsistent. I heard you know he's a generational talent. Yeah, he's good, but I mean, he was terrible yesterday. He was awful. His numbers were terrible. You know, that team's going to learn how, how to have to, you know, win games because, you know, they've been in every game almost, literally. If you they, watch the they, games, they've been in every game, but they just can't find ways to win, unfortunately. They better stick with Doug Peterson. I think that guy's a hell of a coach. He's okay. I like him. He's, he's, he's very unorthodox. He's a calming presence compared to Urban oh, Meyer oh, and that oh disaster God, he brought down. No, there. they just that have to learn how disaster. to win. I guarantee you next year that they'll win more games. They just have to learn how to win. That's it. It's a growing team. It's a young team. I actually heard that Josh Allen was on the move on the trade block. You know, not Josh Allen, the quarterback, but Josh Allen, the, the, uh, you the know, linebacker. linebacker right? yeah. From, yeah. So I, it's going to be interesting to see what the Giants do, what the Jets do at the trade deadline. Obviously, the Giants need a receiver. The Jets need offensive line help. The Pats could even make a deal, too. But I don't Here's what I don't understand. All the years they used Gronkowski, all the years that the, that the Patriots focused on using tight ends, using the seam patterns, using tight ends in all different formation, why don't they use these guys more? I don't understand that. Well, you know, you know, when you say that, and what drives me absolutely out of my mind about that is that Belichick last offseason went out and spent $100. That'd be nice. That'd be really great. A hundred bucks would be great. hundred million dollars. Can we carry hearing for a hundred bucks? Right. He spent a hundred million dollars on two tight ends. John o. Smith and yeah. Hunter Henry. And Hunter Henry was Mac Jones' best touchdown target. He caught nine touchdowns in the red zone last year. And he barely acknowledges that, that, that right. those guys exist on the right. field. And I'm sitting here going, why aren't you? And Hunter Henry, uh, on Sunday, he made a beautiful 22-yard catch right over the middle of the field. And then it was like the rest of the game. He was he All he did was block. Like, Don't get me wrong. A blocking tight end is, is very valuable. But when you can catch passes like Hunter Henry can, right. John Smith has been a bust as far as I'm concerned, but Hunter Henry is a weapon. What do you, you got? Two, he had two receptions right the other day. Was that two it? receptions yeah. on two targets? Uh, right. I didn't understand it. I don't. I, it, it 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 really fries my nerves that that he doesn't use him more. And last year, that's what I'm saying. That's it's. You know, we say Josh McDaniels, you know, now we go on to Matt Patricia. Belichick is really the, the the mastermind behind the play calling. But Mac Jones, something is going on there that I don't get. I don't think he's fully recovered from his his high ankle sprain. Uh, I think he's he looks very timid in the pocket. You know, Bailey Zappi, say what you want to say about Bailey Zappi. He's a fourth-round pick. I mean, they're, they're kind of muddled in the mud here with these two quarterbacks. I think they're both kind of – I think the offense – Runs a lot smoother with Zappy, but I think Mac has more talent. But the fact that, like you said, they had Gronk and Hernandez. Right. Hernandez, whatever you want to say, whatever. But that was a lethal combination for all those years. They brought in Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith to basically replicate that type. I mean, it wasn't going to be anywhere near as good, obviously, because oh, Gronk is one of the best of all time. Famer, come on. But the fact that you brought those guys in and they're barely used. I don't understand it. And, and the Patriots used to have the best screen game right. in the NFL. Right. And now they're throwing screens, and, and it looks stupid. I mean, Harrison's a guy who can get in the open field. Obviously, Stevenson's a guy who can get in the open field. Stevenson an emerging star. Stevenson is an emerging yeah, well, star. I loved him at Alabama. Absolutely loved him. You know, then I, they draft this kid, Tyquan Thornton, whose arms look like my pinky. <laughs> you know, 
and uh, they barely use him. I just I don't understand what the hell they're doing on offense. I really don't. And their their, their defense has the reason they have four wins is because of their defense. Yeah, well, their defense is always good every year. I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously the Bears did a lot of running on them, but for the most part, you know, the defense is usually consistent every year and so forth. But yeah, it's I think when you have young quarterbacks, I think you're going to find inconsistency in your offense, and I think you see that from the Giants. I think you see that from the Jets. I think you see that from the Patriots. I think you see that from a lot of teams that have young quarterbacks. Did you watch the game last night? The Cleveland. Cincinnati game? I did. My God. I mean, like, the Cincinnati offensive line was a disgrace last night. And I knew, you know, this was, you knew this, that the Cleveland was just going to run the ball down their throat. Chubb is terrific. And he and he and uh, Mac, they just ran, ran them right down their throats, you know. So, I mean, any team would be lucky to have Jacoby Brissett as a backup, too. He's pretty he's, good. He's serviceable. He's pretty good. He had a good game last night. And he I did. was I was shocked how bad Cincinnati's. Uh, how about this kid who couldn't miss a field goal in the playoffs last year? He's missing extra points. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> They were awful. Burrow was terrible last night, but his line was so bad. I mean, they sacked him six times yesterday. Was I show you though how much Burrow relies on Jamar Chase, who was out? Think about that, right? But think about this: T. Higgins is still good, though. I mean, he yes. caught, a, caught a touchdown pass, but they didn't really find him last night. You know, that's one guy. But what's interesting is that you know, if you think of Deshaun Watson coming back, right? You don't know what you know if he's going to be back or not. He hasn't played in two years. Yeah, you wonder what's going to happen with him. Obviously, right. playing. But if you look at all their injuries, but if you look at their talent level, both on the offensive and defensive side. They should be better than their record is, and I think the injuries have really, really plagued them this year. I mean, the Browns as far. What's as your take on Kevin Stefanski, head uh, coach? Mixed, uh, mixed, mixed, mixed feelings, but also he's had to deal with a lot of injuries. But they've made good trades. I mean, they, you know, I mean, you know, they picked up receivers. They picked up uh, obviously Watson. They they have a really good defensive front. You know, some all pros on that defensive front. Linebackers are good. I mean, it's a it's a it's a talented team. It's just with a lot of injuries and so forth, and with obviously question marks at quarterback. But I thought I thought Jacoby did a great job last night. I really did, and and I was shocked how bad the Bengals were last night. Super Bowl hangover. You better believe it. They're what? They're four and four now. Did you think they were going to be four and four at the beginning of the season? The Bengals with their talent. Well, the first three losses were by one possession. Right. So I mean, yeah. they, they you know they had some bad breaks, but it's the Super Bowl hangover. Look at the Rams. Yeah. What oh are the Rams? God. The Rams What's are going what? on with the Rams. That was Man. my. That was, they were my pick. I told you in the. You they know, didn't on lose our, yesterday. They got. They got. They, they got, got smacked. Smoked. How about McCaffrey? Threw a touchdown pass. Caught a touchdown pass. Ran for a touchdown guy's pass. A, that guy is a, a freak. He's a great He's player. A freak. He's a great player. And that was a great trade they made because I mean Debo and him and I mean that's going to be you know that's a hell of a combination. Forty you know, so. are they're, 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 they started slow. They're going to be you know they're, they're they three, always start slow. There's three teams in the NFC that I think can can compete for the uh, you know to get to the Super Bowl. It's the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. Yeah, and then it's everyone else. And I'm Pretty not. Much. And, and, and everybody's like, what about the Vikings? Well, let's wait until. Kirk Cousins wins a game when when it, when it gets dark outside. Right, when it's important. When it gets dark, you know, exactly. Because he doesn't play well when the lights turn off and they have to put the lights on in the stadium. Exactly. Know? So let's yeah. see. But I think I, I I think the Niners are the best team in the NFC. I mean, I, I, you know. Really? Wow. I, I mean, I think they're better than the Eagles. The record. Uh, re- wow. Okay, that's because I'm saying because the of record, Maca- Because of McCaffrey. I mean, the record certainly just, doesn't, you know, reflect it. I mean. I think McCaffrey changes everything for the Niners. The Niners had the best defense, in my opinion, in the NFL. They did. They, it didn't look too good last week, but this week it looked really good. I mean, yeah, they, when they play the Rams, it just like but the Rams getting, can't beat them. But they're getting healthy. I mean, the Niners, right, right. every week they're getting more guys well, back. back. Right. And I trust I trust Garoppolo. Yeah, Jimmy's Jimmy's he, a winner. I mean, he, I know he's not perfect, but he does. You know, he he wins. He wins games. Let's be honest, he wins games. You know, I mean, that's that's the whole point. Go out and win games. You know, so I lived out in, in San Francisco for a year, and you know, and I went to a couple of Niner games and kind of had a little, you know, kind of follow the Niners a little right. bit. And then when they got McCaffrey, I was like, well, if the Patriots couldn't get him. At least the Niners got him. And kind of Jimmy G came from the Patriots to the Niners, so if. Obviously, the Patriots aren't going anywhere this year. So if the Niners can make a little noise, I'd be happy about it. Would you be shocked? Are you shocked about Seattle being the lead team in the NFC West? I think Pete Carroll's done his best job of coaching this year. Really, like I did. said he's my second favorite head coach. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to back off with that one. The world's <laughs> the world's dumbest decision of all time, ladies and gentlemen, professional sports. Let's not give the ball to the best short yardage guy since Jim Brown. Let's throw it in the middle of the field, and then he says. Well, we were waiting for the other down. I remember Francesca going, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> that look on Francesca's face, what? Did you ever listen to his podcast on Bet Rivers? 
I didn't know he had a podcast. Oh, yeah, he has a podcast on Bent Rivers, and uh, yeah, you can catch it. Like uh, Usually, I, well, during the baseball playoffs with the Yankees, he was doing it every day, but it's usually once a week and so forth. But I've, I've emailed him, and he's read my emails on the air. So Is he back on the fan again? No, 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 just Joe. They brought back Joe on Saturdays with he and Evan and so forth. But What uh, time are those guys on? They're on around 10 o'clock. Okay, i got to check so, those guys out. Yeah. yeah, Joe was going ballistic last week about the Jets, but he wasn't as ballistic when they lost. I mean, I was surprised. I thought he was going to go all over the place. but uh, That was supposed to be the redemption game for the Jets. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Hey, hey, there's a new era going on here. 13 and the Patriots, in a row. And the Patriots just went in and did their Pedro Martinez. I guess uh, <laughs> I guess we're your daddies. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's right. The Patriots are the daddies of the Ooh, Jets. The Jets went, I guess you're oh our my, daddies. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I tell, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's amazing. Anyway, you want to help share the future of Pittsfield Community Television and WTBR-FM? Please help us by, by uh, taking the Pittsfield Community TV and WTBR Community Survey online. Go to survey.pittsfieldtv.org. Again, that's survey.pittsfieldtv.org. The survey will take less than 10 minutes and will be a pivotal in telling us what you would like to see and hear more of. Um, on WTBR. So survey.pittsfieldtv.org. Again, that's survey.pittsfieldtv.org. We're going to take a timeout. We'll be back to wrap up this edition of Crone in the Sick right here on WTBR 89.7 after these important messages. Diabetes is a killer. After I was diagnosed, I had no pain. I didn't feel sick, so I didn't listen to my doctor. Then it struck. I had a heart attack, then a stroke, and I was only 49. If only I'd known. If only I'd listened. People with diabetes are two to four times more likely to suffer a stroke than people without diabetes. And many who survive are severely disabled. You can reduce your risk of stroke by lowering your blood sugar, blood pressure, and cholesterol. You should also talk to your healthcare provider about taking aspirin. And if you smoke, get help to quit. To learn more about reducing your risk of stroke, call 1-800-DIABETES for your free Diabetes Survival Guide. It's not too late. Don't let diabetes destroy your life. A message from the American Diabetes Association and the American College of Cardiology. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke and... I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Larry Kretka here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music I've ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. We got something for just about everybody. WTBR. All right, we got a couple minutes left here. WTBR 413-445-5943. If you want to call in and give us a quick World Series prediction, Cronin and the Zuck, we got two minutes left. Robbie, I got Phillies and six, brother. What do you got, so my you friend? Think, oh, so you think it's going back? You think it's going back to Houston, huh? I do, and I think they're going to beat Verlander again. Well, I mean, I think yeah, he's going to go zero like, seven in the World Series for his career because I, I can't stand watching him. And like you said, his what is five o'clock I'm shadow? So is that what you texted me the other day? Oh, yeah, I can't yeah. stand. I'm so sick of yeah. it already. You know, either shave or grow a beard for crying out loud, please. I can't take it anymore. The Kurt Douglas thing going. There. <laughs> I like I like their bats at home. I like their well, bats the at home a lot. Yes, yes. I think that they can. I think they'll take two out of three. Is Dusty Baker ever going to win a World Series championship? 
That you know, that's why I have. A, a, that's what what's hard for me because I hate the Astros, but I love me Dusty too. Baker. I love Dusty Baker. I would love to see him get a ring, but I, I, don't I just can't. I don't think he's a great manager. I don't, I never thought he was a great manager. Honestly. I never thought he was a great manager either. But I like the guy. Isn't it interesting though? The last time a team blew a five nothing lead in the World Series was Dusty Baker when he was with San Francisco. Was it really? Against the Angels, right? Yep, against the Angels, yeah. And John Lackey and that whole John stuff. Lackey. John Lackey. The mole, I used to call it. It's like, will you get rid of that mole, please? I tell you, the year that the, uh, 2013, when the Red Sox won the World Series, Lackey went 10-13, and 13, but he had a 324 area. He, he, he was their clutch postseason yeah, pitcher. Series, that's right, he was. But, yeah, I like, I like the Phillies. I just, just Something about the Phillies just tells me that they're— Well, to me, if the Phillies are going to win, they're going to win at home. Okay. That's what I think. All right, think. so you think they're going to sweep at home three yeah, in a row? Yeah, three in okay. a row. Can you believe we're almost done already? I know. It's crazy, right? The hours fly by, man. That's the thing. When you're having fun, they fly by. So looks like it's clearing up a little bit outside because I'm going to go over and uh, do a little landscaping there for a little bit maybe. But it's a little wet today, so maybe tomorrow. But, go ahead uh, and rake that water out of those leaves there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, why not, you know? But it's leaf time, right? Leaf blowing time. There you leaf go. blowing time. I can't believe it's 1059 already. This is insane. Seems like we just got started, it's man. Exactly. Thanks to everybody here at WTBR. Of course, my man across the glass there and to Ralph Romeo for giving us a call. And uh, Thank you, Ralphie. I guess we'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel right here. So uh, everybody stay well and uh, watch the World Series tonight. Hopefully no rain and precipitation in Philadelphia. Yeah, I like the Phils. It'll be fun to see the Astros lose again. So anyway. And I I must say this. Let's go Patriots. There you go. (laughs) All right. Cronin's we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Stay well. Lots of love.